0: The following podcast is played by adults and uses adult language. You have been warned. If you plan to play The Wild Beyond the Witchlight, a Fey Wild Adventure, and do not want spoilers, please do not listen any further. Hasbro Incorporated and Wizards of the Coast own the rights to Dungeons and Dragons as well as The Wild Beyond the Witchlight, a Fey Wild Adventure. Please support the official game. In our last session, uh, we saw Lorelei and Chess. Oh my god, both your names are ridiculous. <laughs> so I'm just calling you Lorelei and Chess. <laughs> to the home of Madrick Rossif, a retired warlock who requested their aid in discovering the status of his patron, Zelbina. Uh, he suggested they go to the Witchlight Carnival as a portal to the Feywild domain of Prismere might be there. At the carnival, it was discovered that their tickets were already purchased. Uh, at the ticket booth, they were in, they were not only just tickets, they were VIP tickets. They had a security detail follow them uh, in the form of Bahamut, uh, a woolly, Lux donk strong elephant man, and Ellie uh, Sugar Drop, a chatty fairy. Not to look a gift horse in the mouth, the party just went ahead and went to uh, the Feasting Orchards first thing. Uh, all, along the way, they met the the music that was coming from all over in the form of a uh, wagon that was being turned by a monkey called the Calliope. They were interrupted on their tr- uh, on their journey by a, a wandering treant that was throwing sycamore seeds. They eventually made their way to the Feasting Orchards and uh, had themselves a... Uh, a a pie-eating competition, with which Ellie was the winner. They also met, uh, Eliwick Timbalstrom, who was their, who was indeed their ticket buyer, who was very mysterious in all of her, uh, in all of her musings, but promised to explain more later. Ellie was also gifted a cupcake of invisibility. To it, they uh, needed to settle their stomachs, so they took rides on the gondola swans, where they were asked philosophical questions by the uh, by their gondola swan, whose name they did not collect. Finally, the night is almost already halfway through. So I ask, now that you have dismissed yourselves from the gondola swans, actually, no, I haven't, I will not ask you yet, because as we were departing from the gondola swan, you discovered that Pashala, the mermaid, had a bit of a a strange, not falling out, but a failed marriage proposal. And you were going to go talk to her about it. However, as Featherine points out, oh, she's over there. You look over to see the giant clamshell is actually being moved. And you begin to hear um, louder noises coming from um, this area. So now I ask, what would you guys like to do?
1: It's like every GM's prerogative to go. You can either go here or you can go there, but you can't do both. Well...
0: Unfortunately, there's a there's actually a story reason for this.
1: No, I know. It's not my fault, I swear.
0: I'm not trying to be a uh, cliche.
2: Uh, the show at the big, big Top is about to start.
0: It certainly seems that way.
2: Well, we wanted to see everything, so why not stop there next? I'm with you guys.
1: Sorry, it's early.
0: <laughs> How dare you not have your cute whimsical voice on. Is that what the whole party would like to do?
1: I was going to say, just, Ellie is just happy to be going wherever. She doesn't know that there's this, like, deep secret thing that we're supposed to be figuring out, so.
3: I believe we did. Oh. Uh, you said that there was, like, we could see that this clam was being moved. Could I do a perception check to see if there's anything, like, rolling 13.
0: 13. You know that it's got to be roughly about halfway through the evening already, so that must mean that Pashala's being moved to the big top for the big top extravaganza.
3: Bumble kind of speaks up. Well, we could do both. It looks like she's being moved over to the big top. If I recall correctly, my memory isn't all that great sometimes.
1: But you're an elephant.
3: I know it's 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 a whole thing. It's an urban legend, and technically, I'm not an elephant. I'm I'm a mammoth. It's it's a whole thing. Also kind of racist. <laughs> yes, that too. <laughs> all
2: right, big top it is then.
3: Hey. Come, friends, we shall lead the way. And I step off. Are, are we still on the gondola? I would say you guys had disembarked
0: and were on your way. You were uh, you were on your way to go see Par- uh, Pashala, but she's now being moved to the big top. So you guys are you guys are on deck.
1: Gotcha. Um, are we like those people that just stop at the top of escalators, or just no. blocking the way for everybody? No, no, yes, no. Yes, we right. are.
4: Okay, I, I tried to be nice, but Chad is saying no, okay. no. We are, we are right now. We are clearly those people.
2: We all like moved off to the side, and then Chess is just standing right in the path for people to get <laughs> to <into> the gondolas. <laughs> just listening.
0: I imagine Chess isn't even
4: actually like doing anything. He's just picking his nose. Yeah. I'd be removing my
1: teeth. Thank you very much. <laughs> Ellie is going to start skipping her way to the big top, literally. Just imagine the, the image of a
0: tiny fairy skipping through the grass. Okay. I will move the token. You guys make your way to the big top. The roof of the tent reaches towards the night sky in three swooping peaks, topped with spinning gold stars. Painted wooden panels on the tent walls whirl with colorful motion, displaying vibrant circus performances. The sound of music and laughter drifts out through each of the canvas doors. You enter in and you uh, you will see a... it's exactly what you think. Tiered seats, Um, so everybody can see. uh, People are piling in. The main stage itself is a flat dirt surface encircled with a boundary. On the interior of the circle, you see veritable props. One big wagon. The lights are jutting around. uh, Sometimes they're just focused on the the center attraction. Sometimes they're going out into the stands. People are getting excited. They're sitting uh, They're all uh, getting... That old, as you guys get seated and a minute or two passes. The lights dim and a hush falls over the crowd. A second later, a spotlight illuminates a lithe, elven figure sitting in a silver hoop suspended above the center of the ring by silk ropes. The elf wears a dazzling suit of diamond-pane mirrors and a pair of butterfly wings. His scepter is topped with a spinning vein.
1: Welcome, Welcome, And all
0: to this evening's extravaganza, I am Mr. Light. Prepare
3: to be delighted!
0: <laughs> As he uh, drops from the hoop and lands in the center of the ring, the music begins to swell. You're surrounded by performances. Elliot Bahamut, you recognize your boss, Burly, the bugbear. You two would see a very intimidating large bugbear with with uh, d- dungarees. Dungary overalls and a pumpkin helmet enter the ring and he begins lifting the wagon and kind of doing like curls with it to uh, to show off feats of strength. In uh, jumping in and out of the, the crowd, you see a mime kind of like working with the children and doing pretty impressive pop and lock body techniques to kind of get their attention. On the most interior, and out of the way, you see um, the clamshell where Pashala is. She performs along with everyone to kind of like give them a little bit, to give them background music to work with. Is there anything you guys would like to do during all of this?
1: When he's like showing off his strength, I'm gonna turn to uh, Bamuth and be like, You're you're stronger than that. Bamuth kind of raises his hands up just
3: like, Someday, I want to be like him. Someday. I, I don't I don't think I am right now though. kinda of very um not, not 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 wanting to take the compliment. He doesn't think he's that strong. You're just being modest. No no no, I I I, I certainly couldn't lift a card. Um maybe if I tried it, but um ugh. Descending from
0: the ceiling from a silver hoop, Mr. Light, your boss, comes upside down and points you out and goes, Hello! I understand you uh he want to be part of the carnival? Points me out. He points you out specifically. He's above you right now.
3: Uh, oh, oh, um, y- yes, I. Um, he starts looking around for something heavy to pick up. Oh, go, cut! Let's see if you're the strongest you think you're, ha. <laughs> and he
0: gets yanked up to the ceiling and just kind of like, this is his made mode of transportation. It's just like dropping down like a weird Spider-Man and. Uh, popping back up.
1: Let's imagine when, like, uh, Bamuth is just, like, not wanting to get up. Ellie's, like, pushing with all her might to get him to move. <laughs> like her feet are sliding on the chair or on the uh, bench. <laughs>
3: Bamuth is going to, like, kind of shyly approach the cart. Okay. Crouch uh, down, get his hands under it, and try to
0: lift. Go ahead and choose between either a performance check or a strength check. DM. Oh my, gotcha,
3: okay.
4: DM. Oh, yes. It... Balmuth, it should definitely be a strength check, first of all, because I can give you Bardic Inspiration on that. Oh, okay, yeah. So on his way by me, Chess kind of, like, taps his shoulders, and he's just like, or taps his, well, not his shoulders, he's fucking tall. Uh, I don't know, elbow? And he's just like, you got this, buddy. And you've a warm sense of inspiration inside of you, and this happens. So yes, have your Bardic <sighs> Inspiration for your big moment, and show this candy-striped-colored clown who's boss. Oh my goodness. What do I roll for the Bardic Inspiration? It is 1d6 added to your so once within the next 10 minutes the creature can roll the die uh, which is a d6 and add the number roll to one ability check attack roll or saving throw it makes uh, you can wait until after it after the roll before deciding to use the broader conspiration but you must decide before the dm decide or it says whether you pass or fail
3: that is a 28 oh <laughs> i wanted to do something also okay
0: let resolve this does it Oh, it it, it involves
1: it involves his performance.
0: Yes. Okay, then go ahead.
1: Um, I was gonna use my druid craft, my cantrip, mm-hmm. to make a puff of wind go at the same time he lifts with like lights and stuff okay, to make so it all good. look dramatic.
0: You're adding to the effect. Yes. Okay. Awesome. Bahamut, you you come down. You're in your very large, kind of sheepish demeanor. You kind of come up to your boss who doesn't say anything. He just sits there with arms crossed, looking at you like, what are you gonna do about it? And you're like, okay, all right. And you, you pick this wagon up as easily as he does, and you push it over your head. And the crowd just goes, Whoa! and they lose their minds. Everybody's clapping and applauding. Yeah, yeah, you get, you even get the Super Saiyan, maybe like uh, Studio Ghibli style wind poof. Through your uh, through your fur to kind of like show like almost uh, exaggerate the performance, and you bring it down with such ease. And your boss, he doesn't say anything, but he simply nods.
3: Being very proud of himself, Bahamuth is just gonna start doing like various flexing strongman poses. As as Bahmut uh, finishes performance,
0: Mr. Light does pop down above you all again and goes, "Well, what are you waiting for?" GET
1: IN THERE! LET'S SEE WHAT ELSE YOU GUYS GOT! HA <laughs> HA! flies away. I'll go in there, but let me think about what I'm gonna do. Sure. Does anybody else?
2: <laughs> I think I have a talent.
4: <laughs> yeah, hold on, hold on. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I've gotta figure out what I'm going to do. Fair, fair.
1: I think what I'll do is... I have a violin. And I have a um, hand flute. But I don't know if they can hear us over... <clears throat> you know, the noise of everything else is the only problem. <laughs> You might be able to join in with the band
0: or with with the music playing and pashala
1: you know actually i'm, I'm looking at my stats mm-hmm. probably what i'll do is i will do some acrobatics like are there any like um ribbon things there or anything kind of acrobatics like so
0: yes that is something i actually did not uh, describe is that there are in like above the crowd as if like this wasn't uh, sensory overload enough. There are fairy dragons with ribbons attached to their fins just flying through in um, complicated patterns and shapes. Sometimes they'll hang out over the the big top itself, the main stage, and perform. That would be a good place to do that.
1: Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, do that then, so.
0: This will be a performance
1: check. Oh, not acrobatics? Okay.
0: (laughs) This is the time for it, guys, my goodness. Ellie, you—you're like I—I I know what to do here. You not only join in on the acrobatics, you actually, because of your size, you're able to like manipulate the fairy dragons um, to go into shapes that you're a little bit more comfortable with, and you're able to do flips, perform admirably. And again, you just every so often, like, even though there is the music playing and it's it's very loud, you see the hush go over the crowd as you perform some of these acrobatic flips, and you just hear. And they're like everybody's clapping,
4: losing their minds. It's wonderful. You feel you feel that dopamine kick. <laughs> cool. I have no idea how this is going to work out. Okay. You uh, tell me what you tell me what you think, but thinking. sir, chess, chess, my good sir, is not a sideshow act. He is a headliner. Okay. So he's going to wait for a second, not not for everything to die out, but for things to kind of like seem like they're wrapping up. Sure. And then he's going to enter the the arena, as it were, walk towards the center, and he's going to do a series of, of of spells. Okay. The first being Tasha's hideous laughter, not projected at anybody, but just at the room in general to basically silence everybody with a lot of laughter. So, okay, continue. And then he's going to look towards the band, mainly at his friends, Lorelai and Ellie, and he's going to... Basically, like, tell them to follow his lead. And he's going to start pounding out, using his staff, a beat for them to start playing along to. And then he's just going to basically jump into a full-on, like, genie-style song where he uses his disguised self to change his outfit and, like, pops around using... taking stuff off of people and, like, placing it on other people's heads or in their hands and stuff using sleight of hand and shit. Okay. He does, um, he does, he does, he chest Chess does not do things by half measure, sir. He does not join the crowd. That's, that's just fine. You find a lull. You find your moment where, like,
0: you see some acts are beginning to come off of the, uh, the main stage. And it's not, while not, like, perfectly quiet, um, as you cast your spell, you actually feel it dissolve in your hand. But for whatever reason, it still does the desired effect where... It, it it was kind of like starting to die down it goes like deadly silent as you walk out and even even funnier still is as you're walking out to the main stage mr light actually grabs a spotlight and puts it on you and follows you as like a stage light your shadow gets elongated along the ground as you walk uh, walk into the center. You feel the uh, the entire auditorium, the, the the whole big top is staring at you. You are the center of attention. As you enter the center, you step. You start to stop pounding your uh, your staff. Go ahead and make me a performance check.
4: Um, I'm going to say at advantage because I like the showmanship. Okay, the first thing that I do too is like I get out there and I'm in my like my raggedy suit, and the first thing I do is like wave my staff over myself and I use disguise self and the suit looks like this pristine white perfectly form-fitting like expertly tailored suit all of a sudden and once I start going with advantage I got a 24 hot damn boy it is Robin Williams peak friend like me
0: uh, yes exactly just perfect every gag gets the desired effect of shock or absolute pure hysterical joy. Confusion, lots of confusion, especially from the adults. Doesn't matter what race they are. They are befuddled by you, sir, but then they are immediately charmed until eventually your performance comes to its end and you take a bow and the lights all go black and it's silent for a second. Like, "Uh uh-oh, did I? And as you think that, you have that moment of doubt, it just blows up. Everybody loses their damn minds. You even hear one or two, (laughs) <laughs> just uh, Coming from the
4: crowd, but you have, uh, you have succeeded. Excellent. Excellent. Especially because my, uh, the subject of my little song would definitely have been how reality doesn't matter. So we should all have fun, which makes the confusion from the adults, but the joy from the children makes so much sense.
0: <laughs> I kind of had a feeling that's what you were going with it.
4: <laughs> and uh, finally,
0: Lorelai, is there anything you'd like to do?
2: Um, I mean, it's just really happy. <laughs> any particular talents, but um, I'd say she probably first went around, like, and kind of just as, like, a hype man and, like, helped everybody, so, like, if Vamuth was picking up things, then she would, like, jump on top to, like, add extra weight you know, to, like, show that he's even stronger. Okay. Um, And she would have joined in with the band to play along and hype up Ellie and Chess and then...
0: before uh, I, 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 I hear it
2: <laughs> yeah so she probably would have thrown out some fairy fire to like blue sparkles over everybody like the band and, and chess and everyone make everybody all like shiny and okay. I guess cueing the band she maybe would have tried to do maybe some um, like jur- juridic like dancing like tribal something you know
0: okay so you just try to yeah. you try to do a fun little dance
2: yeah, with like and like twirling the staff and doing stuff, that she probably would have used um, her primal savagery cantrip, which elongates like the fangs and like gives her like claws. Okay. Like using that to like alter her form to kind of look intimidating at certain moments, and and like having the. If is there is the ground like grass as well?
0: No, it's more like soft dirt to kind of uh, like if anything falls or gets whatever, it's it's meant to, like, catch it. Um, so it's more dirt.
2: So then would, would anything, like, sprout where she is through that?
0: With? So there was existing grass underneath it? Uh, under So, like, they put the dirt there to kind of, like, catch things. So you're able to actually, like, overgrow the grass?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she'd use that then correct okay. Effect that, like, wherever she moves, uh, like, the grass and stuff, like, blooms and then goes away and, like, follows her and creates a cool effect too. She's almost like Isabella from Encanto (laughs) 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 with it when she moves and using that too to like add to the performance.
0: Okay, go ahead and roll a performance check.
2: That's a 17.
0: All right. You are able to successfully perform Your uh, your ritual—it's actually kind of cool. You didn't mean for it to happen, but it kind of did. You overgrew so much of the uh, the grass. You actually started to make like little mounds. So you actually began to like almost have—you almost make a stage for yourself, quite by accident. And it's not until you're done with the performance that you realize this. And it slowly, kind of, gently puts you back down on the ground. You see the uh, as you make your dances, you get the desired effects from um, all all sides of the ring. You catch you catch some children, kind of like like kind of like a little intimidated by what you do some men are intimidated by what you do others are like enthralled especially by the uh moments that are meant to be more exciting and meant to almost invoke people to join in you actually catch some kids like dancing along with you though their rhythm and timing is entirely off so you you are able to successfully perform
2: (laughs) it's just like oops it like brings the brings the grass back down and she'll probably like throw like flower petals, like from her hair and stuff, like over the kids too, like as they're dancing.
0: Awesome. As the event begins to wind to a close, Mr. Witch goes back to the center stage and is like, "Well, that was most exciting. Uh, I wish to invite you all back here at the end of the evening, where we will be doing the crowning of the witchlight monarch. Those who stand out most amongst the carnival's uh, many, many exhibits." will be crowned the queen of the night or king of the night whatever you prefer we'll see you at the end of the evening goodbye and enjoy yourselves and the lights go off and you uh they clear the center stage
2: well he's going in the book (laughs) (laughs) loyalite starts adding notes of course about mr light reference stuff into her journal
3: with seeing all these performances, just starts clapping super loudly from where Reverie's currently
2: standing.
1: Um, Ellie's gonna go and eat some popcorn. She's hungry.
3: Okay.
2: Again?
1: Yes! <laughs>
0: she, she, she's just so ravenous. As you exit the Big Top, Bahamut and uh, Ellie, you recognize—well, actually, I guess everybody would recognize at this point— Burley is actually standing outside of the tent with his arms crossed that he looks to you, he said. A bugbear wearing dungarees, fairy wings, and a helmet made of a jack-o'-lantern approaches you.
4: Follow me. He growls. Management wants
1: to see you.
4: Just in case that wasn't clear, he said management wants to see you. Chess is immediately concerned that this dude might be on a uh, separate plane of the timeline and is caught in some sort of slow motion loop. <laughs> Cause bugbears don't sound like that,
1: yeah. Uh oh.
3: Bahmoth immediately kind of perks up and uh, makes his way over. You would know that you, uh,
0: Ellie, and Bahamut would know when he says management. He's referring to Mr. Witch and Mr. Light.
1: Ellie's gonna <laughs> turn to Laura. Can you hold my popcorn? Sure.
0: No, all oh, mm-hmm. of you.
1: <laughs> oh.
0: He points to He basic, him, with one big sausage-like finger, points to all of you.
1: <laughs> then Ellie's going to try and hide her popcorn as Real she's uh, popcorn. following
0: Burly, as long as you guys choose to join him, takes you past the feasting orchards. I don't know what that sound is, but every time I hear it, it makes me laugh.
3: Not today! <laughs> I was going to say, is that like somewhere here Because that's kind of terrifying. Yeah, no, no,
0: no. I was no. going to um, say the
1: same
2: thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, that's that's part of Sirenscape. As uh, long as
2: it's not the vomiting guy.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we're not. <laughs> fortunately, we're not there yet. Let me get. Chad, I feel like you were going to say something.
4: Uh, I just realized that I'm not actually in Sirenscape. Oh, so uh, I have no idea what you guys are talking about.
0: Okay, there's a creepy little voice that goes on every so often. Gotcha. She says, not
3: today, and then has,
4: like, a witch chuckle, and it's like, um... I'm also trying to find me. It's actually just the, uh, it's it's the old lady avoiding death just one more time.
1: Yes. Apparently, apparently we walk walk past her, right? It's like that pan in a movie where, like, we're following the characters, and all of a sudden, it's just, like, cameraman just turns to her as we're walking past. (laughs) Okay. That's.
0: You come to a clearing, um, p- just past the uh, the feasting orchards, um, and uh, Burley waves his hand at at a bramble patch. He comes to, and as he does this, the the bramble actually opens just wide enough for all of you, including Burley, to very safely and uh, non painfully make your way into. Um, into an encircled, uh, almost like a, a circle the uh, circle of the wagons. And uh, on the interior, the bugbear leads you to a circle of wagons. Uh, leaning against a particularly auspicious wagon is an aging clown with a painted grin. He puffs on a bubble pipe and glares at you as the bugbear uh, ignores the clown, opens a wooden door for you to get inside.
1: I'll go in. Bamus
3: follows, but he kind of stares down the clown and slowly waves at him as he walks in. You two would actually recognize this
0: particular person, though only by description as Thako. And I will get you a handout for him. You see this monstrosity. <gasps> I love him. <laughs> He is staring you down, sucking on that bubble pipe. I have other feelings. <laughs> what do we know about him, though? A guy around or something? Burley has basically kind of told you to steer your, di- uh, keep your distance from him, though you're not entirely sure why. He's never exactly, like, come out and said it. If you want to roll a history check, you might remember how he, like, his demeanor was at the time when he told you this.
3: Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll roll for that. If I'm okay. allowed to. You are. You I don't, can both roll for it.
1: I, you can roll for it even if it's not uh, a class. History? Uh, Well, I mean, I have two from Intelligence in it, but I don't have anything extra. Is that okay?
3: That's that's fine. Add oh. a plus two to your roll. Sorry, Pathfinder. You're good. I don't remember shit anyway. <laughs> I have a minus one to History. That's why he has a bad memory. That's a nine.
0: <laughs> All right. You guys were probably so green at the time when he told you this that you don't remember anything. You were just too busy taking in information probably told you, mean-looking clown, leave alone. As you enter the, the wagon, a flamboyant elf grins ear to ear as he welcomes you into his wagon with a theatrical bow. Come in please, it's a delight to meet you all! I am Mr. Light, and this is my associate, Mr. Witch. He gestures to a stocky elf lounging on a bunk. Mr. Witch nods to you and doffs his top hat. Lots and lots and lots of, lots of characters to meet today. Me and Ellie have met them before, right? No. This is like working at Tesla and meeting
3: Elon Musk. I kill him. You... <laughs> Bamos like immediately is like, oh, um, oh, and he kind of crouches down and does like a bow of sorts, just, just very clumsily. He doesn't quite know
1: what to do in this situation. Ellie doesn't either, so when she notices him bowing, she'll try and do the same thing. Uh, Mr. Wit, <laughs> Mr. Light takes immediate
0: notice of this. Oh, wait, or is it Mr. W- Are you looking at Mr. Uh, Witch? Mr. Witch Mr. has Light? a
4: nice walking stick.
0: Ah, sure enough. Okay. Yeah, he's kind of got that, like, crooked under his arm. He doesn't say anything. He kind of just... He acknowledges that you're looking at it. And it's almost like a... Uh, A silent, I'm watching you, kind of thing going
4: on. He has made a wise decision.
2: I just, I just imagine that chess's eyes are like when cats are like (laughs) something. The pupils are just (laughs) completely dilated.
4: Yes, yes, 100%. Their eyes staring. (laughs) (laughs) Anytime we get around a character with a really nice walking stick, that's going to happen. You guys kind of get settled in
0: the interior of the wagon. Mr. Light, the flamboyant, thin elf character kind of settles you in and is doing his best to be a um, an outstanding host. It's kind of this funny this is my side of the wagon, this is your side of the wagon situation. One side is Christmas threw up on it and just like bright lights and smiles, greens and reds. And on the other side is Mr. Witch's side where it's a little bit more dark and gloomy but everything is perfectly military style clean there's not a speck of dust on his side everything is tucked perfectly um, but the like the demeanor of this place after you guys get settled on whatever, you guys kind of have like this like fun little which side will you choose seating arrangement where there's two seats on each side of this kind of like invisible line.
1: Ellie oh, will definitely go sit on light side. Okay. I think Bamuth would follow,
3: just because Ellie's the one that he's been working with for so long.
4: I'm really tempted to be that that jackass that just like defiantly stands on the division between the two. <laughs> You can do that refusing to take any seats okay
2: well i was gonna go to the christmas threw up side because obviously but
4: i can sit on your lap (laughs) because obviously
2: (laughs) but i that i feel bad that nobody's sitting on mr witch's side so i'll go sit on that side
4: okay mr light comes to you chest and goes
2: won't you take a seat
4: (laughs) i just look at him and i just i like look him in the eyes and i go i've made my choice as you say that kind of like act of defiance the lights everywhere
0: kind of flicker and they come back on uh, Oh well w- welcome anyway welcome to our wagon um what uh what brings you to the witch Lake carnival thank you so much for your wonderful performances that was most spectacular
1: I needed a job
0: <laughs> Oh
1: are you a, Are you already with the carnival? Just for knowledge, how long has Ellie been a part of the carnival? I don't know. How long has our Ellie been a part of the carnival? Well, I don't know. Okay. It's been going on for years, right?
0: Yeah. And this thing happens every year? It comes to this reality once every eight years, but is, I would say, ongoing as it kind of just appears in other realities.
1: Okay, I'll probably say... Not too long, like maybe a year at most then. Okay. Well, that's wonderful.
0: Wonderful. I'm glad to have such talented individuals in our
1: Witchlight Hand Program. Mr. Witch, we, we need to keep our eye on her. He nods. Ellie sits a little taller and brings out her popcorn to start eating it absentmindedly. Balmuth kind of pipes up and he's like, I had nowhere else to go. I
3: wandered into this strange place and this is the first place I came across. That was probably... And he begins counting on his fingers very slowly before just giving up, and he's like, a, a, a few months ago. That's two! Are you two with us as well? My goodness! Yes, I, uh, I am also a uh, part of the carnival, and I've been wanting to perhaps become a strong man or something someday. I, uh, couldn't put my skills to use very well back home, so I thought I could start something new here. He says nervously, kind of doing the thing where, like, pushes his fingers together nervously. I worked the talent. Well, keep it up. We will definitely have a show for you all by yourself. Maybe maybe perhaps in the small stalls. Baumu with, like, immediately just big smile on his face, and he kind of starts, like, bouncing up and down excitedly.
0: He looks to you, Lorelei in chess. Uh, but. And- Are you with the carnival as well? Did everybody just take the night off? What happened?
2: (laughs) Uh, should I go first? Or yeah, first (laughs) do you want want to go first, Lorelai? Okay, no, this is my first time attending the carnival. I I heard about it for like decades and been trying to track it down and I finally made it here.
0: Wonderful. Well, we're very glad to have you, Miss... Lorelai. He shakes your hand and kisses the back of it.
2: Oh, my.
1: At the same time.
0: <laughs> yeah. He does, like... his bobbing up and down? Like... No, no, no. He shakes the hand, but every time he, like, brings... It, he brings... Every time it
4: goes up, he kisses it. <laughs> <laughs> He's a matter of many talents, I see.
2: Lorelai, <laughs> like, just, like... it's like, one eyebrow, like, um... <laughs> this is an interesting custom...
4: I introduce myself. You know, I like I'd use my full name. Like I'm Chesek Otashire, and I also use like a whole bunch of like random titles that mean absolutely nothing. Like I'm just like Faye, saved, entertainer of children, like all these things. But like the very last title that I end on is just like savior of the cupcake queen. The cupcake queen. I'd love
0: to meet her one day. He does the same thing, where he shakes your hand and kisses you, (laughs) kisses your
4: hand on each up. I really hope he, like, has to, like, spit out some fur that's fallen off my hand when he finishes this.
0: Oh, no, it's worse. <laughs> he,
4: he looks up to you, and he's got, like, fur on his
0: face. It's, <laughs> it, it stands out. The purple stands out against the white face paint he has on, which is where it gets clumped. Excellent. Like, it's in the face paint. Excellent.
4: I say absolutely nothing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, Laura would probably whisper, he got a little <laughs> Oh, oh!
0: And he, like, pats it off. He's able to get it off. Well, what, uh, what all would you like to uh, see while you're here? Epic. That's going to be kind of
4: hard to do, considering it's, uh, halfway through the evening by now. What were the places?
1: It was the Dragonfly Rides.
4: Yeah, the Hall of Illusions and uh, Mystery Mine. Uh, yes. I, I bring it's up those three, like, rides. I have specific interest in these three rides. Like, <laughs> or attractions.
0: Wonderful. Well, you'll bu- you'll bump into a friend of of the Big Top Extravaganza. Kendallfoot runs the Hall of Illusions. You may have met our Master of Opening Ceremonies, the Walking Trient, North Wind, and his uh, lovable associate. The The Mystery Mines are um, quite the eye-opening experience, I must
3: say. Bamuth is going to speak up and be like, I, I-, I-, I think that uh, Burley or somebody else told us to stay away from the Hall of Illusions, though. Oh, Pish Posh, he might just be a big old baby.
0: I heard Isn't the same thing. Happens? Oh, no. Nothing at all. Nothing
1: at all. I'm gonna roll. Can I roll to, like, know if absolutely he's lying? Can.
2: Absolutely. Yeah,
3: I, I, I also wanted to do insight, but I don't want to just have this be a whole dog pile of insight checks. <laughs> dog pile! Okay. <laughs>
1: Allie is really liking her popcorn. She's going to try and um, share it with Bammuth. Bammuth
3: uses his trunk and like <sniffs> sucks some of it onto his trunk and puts it in his mouth. Uh, okay.
0: okay, that's a four. That's a 15.
3: Okay.
0: okay. What did Bahamuth roll? Yeah, I can roll for that. Okay.
3: I'm not
0: great. That is six. I will remind you that you do have a point of inspiration if you'd like to re-roll. If not, you can keep it.
3: Oh, do I have a... Yes. Here we go. I will go ahead and use that then. Natural 20. <laughs> Natural 20. Ladies, you,
0: uh, especially Ellie, is quick to believe what he's saying. Lorelai, he's such a new character to you that it's kind of hard to get a solid read on him. Bahamut, you realize while not, you're not entirely sure why, but you get a sense of unease when he says this. He's not necessarily
3: lying. It just makes him uncomfortable to talk about. Bamuth takes note of this, but isn't going to bring anything up. Yet. All wonderful attractions,
0: and I would highly suggest you check out everything you can. We're going to be here for a little while longer, it seems. Miss this, uh, this Sugar Drop, you might want to check out the Pixie Kingdom if you have not already. Those pixies, wannabes!
1: Okay, racists!
3: <laughs> Got it!
1: <laughs> They're mean. They make fun of my shoes.
3: <laughs> uh, I'm sure she didn't mean anything by that, sir.
0: Oh, it's quite all right. I tease, kind of. I don't quite understand uh, pixie-fairy relations.
1: Sorry, I'm just assuming that they don't really like each other. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm,
4: as the DM, I'm teasing. They're <laughs> No one cares. <laughs> Chris, you just believes that every race has to have one other, like hated race, like dwarves and elves,
1: because they're so
2: alike. Just Vulcans and Romulans.
4: I don't even know how to classify that because they're the same race technically. I <laughs> know uh, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Different upbringings. Vulcans and Romulans are literally like the North and South. Oh my God, they are. <laughs> right. You're not. Uh, you're not wrong. Well, if there's, uh, if there's nothing else,
1: why I did would... you bring? Why did you
0: bring
4: <laughs> us here? Sirs, you brought us here. <laughs> That's fair! The DM may have fucked that up! <laughs> well, uh... Chess just nods
0: knowingly, like, mm. No, no. What he really says is Mr. Witch actually kind of, for the first time, all this conversation kind of goes from his slouching position on his, on his cot, stands up and looks at his watch and nods to Mr. Witch. Excuse me, nods to Mr. Light. I got to get those names worked out in my head. And Mr. Light looks knowingly at him and nods and goes, well, um, I'm afraid the evening is running, running rather late, but please be sure to check out all the exhibits you can. We'd love to see you again and please keep up the good work. All the happy feelings. Thank you so much. He begins to uh, kind of like push you out a little bit.
1: Ellie is very confused that she just sort of does this like, huh? as she walks out the door. Bamuth is
3: confused, but he just kind of goes with it because these are his bosses. Right.
2: Lorelei's confused, but is excited at the idea of a mystery. Going in the book.
4: <laughs> book time. Chess kind of stops for a second as they're all being ushered out the door. He like turns around on his heels and stops and slams his walking stick into the ground, and he goes, Actually, I do have one other question. Mr. Light stops
0: ushering everybody out and kind of looks
4: to you and says, Yes, sir. Yes, sir! Since you've been such wonderful hosts thus far, I do wonder if you could help us with one final query. You see, we're looking for a portal back to the Feywild to save the Cupcake Queen. Therefore, we need a doorway. Do you happen to have one? You see, kind of... A look
0: of aghast go across his face. I what uh, that? Uh, no. What? The doorway to the Cupcake Queen? Feywild, sir, keep up. Oh goodness.
4: To the Feywild? No. How is Mister Witch reacting to this question? Roll an insight. Excellent. I'm sure I'm good at that. He's uh, might be having no idea what his character sheet looks like on the inside. Yeah, it's not great. <laughs> Let's roll. I got an 11. Okay. You, you look over to Mr. Witch, who is
0: actually looking a bit more impatient than anything. Uh, he's looking down at his watch and back to you and the situation unfolding. Well, unfortunately, I don't think I can help you with anyone named the Cupcake Queen, so, uh, at a doorway to the, uh, the Fae is, uh, probably. Best, but not here.
2: But but doesn't the carnival travel?
0: Of course. Between
2: between Faywild and other places? It
0: can travel everywhere.
2: Which means you need a way through. Uh
0: huh. But there's no doorway.
4: Okay, bye. You begin to push you out even further. Hold on. Hold on, I'm trying to f- remember the name of uh, the, the actual name of the Cupcake Queen, not the one that we've given Jesus. her. He Zelbina. Zelbina. Okay. Then, like, as he's ushering us out the door, I'm definitely going to yell, like, does Zel- the name Zelbina mean anything to either of you fine gentlemen?
0: Again. <laughs> like, he's been pushing you out,
4: stopping, pushing you out, stopping. This yes, is annoying like this. He then stops and uh, goes, well, why didn't you just say so? I, I prefer to use her real title. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, yes, she was the, she's the patron around here. One of the people who helped get this thing up and going. We haven't heard hide or hair from her in quite some time, unfortunately.
2: Maybe she's just traveling around helping people deliver baby for a while.
0: <laughs> <laughs> definitely scans. That's definitely her M.O. Mr. Witch in the back just nods. But so
2: she might not be.
4: One of her, what's the opposite of a patron? Matron. I see what, what you're talking about, but no, that's not what I meant.
1: Like,
2: uh, I know.
4: I realized what I was like. Wait a minute. <laughs> Technically, you're not wrong, but at the same time, no, that's not what I mean. The What's the editor? antonym of a patron? Somebody that receives something instead of gives something. Uh, benefactor. Benefactor, yeah. That okay. I think that would be it. One of her benefactors is actually the reason Lorelai and I are here. Uh, one of her benefactors hasn't heard from her in over a year and he be beginning to worry about her. Therefore we are here to save her. Also, she gives really good cupcakes out. Certain jokes hmm. don't die, guys. Well,
0: yes, I'm I'm afraid.
4: I haven't heard anything from her in quite some time. I just kinda of, like nod for a second and go, hmm, hmm, hmm. Well, if you can think of a way for kiss, to the Feywild so we can save her. Thanks. And then I just walk out waving. He returns the gesture just as quickly as yeah uh,
0: you give it, ushers you out. Anyone else before uh, the door closes? I want to say
3: something once we're out of earshot of them. Sure. If nobody else has anything to say.
1: No, Ellie doesn't know what the hell is going on. Like, this is all new. She had no idea about this person. We're looking for a door, but it's not a door.
4: Yeah, unfortunately, I'm tapped out.
3: Oh, Go ahead. All right. of, as we're out of earshot, kind of leans down near everybody and says in a much more, like, low, hushed voice, I kind of got a bad read in there. Was it Mr. Light who was who we asked about the Hall of Illusions? You did, yeah. yes. On uh, Mr. Light, I asked him about the Hall of Illusions and he kind of had this, he didn't really feel comfortable talking about it, I feel. I'm not, I might not be very smart, but I do know people.
4: I still don't think we should go there. And he kind of shivers a little bit.
1: I didn't get that at all.
2: I just kind of got a neutral vibe.
4: <laughs> I'm sorry, questions were asked about the Hall of Illusions, but.
3: Y- yes, I uh, I asked him why we shouldn't go there, and he didn't seem to wanna talk about it a lot. It's something that we learned as monks back with my tribe is just how to read people, and I just got a kind of off vibe from him. He failed the vibe check.
4: <laughs> hmm, he does so not vibe good, huh? I
3: think that we should steer clear of the Hall of Illusions.
1: Well, I mean, we're we're always told. We're always told not to go there, but... I mean, everybody... The people here go there and nothing bad happens. Maybe maybe they're just saying it because there's something amazing inside. They don't want us to see it.
3: I would... Mm, he seems to think for a second. He's... Conflicted. I suppose that they could be... Maybe hiding something there, but... He definitely seems... Uncomfortable. When we brought it up. If we must go
4: to the Hall of Illusions, I... I'm not opposed, but... How about we save the Hall of Illusions for last and check the Mystery Mine first?
1: I'm with you guys.
4: That was one of the places, right, Derek? Yeah, so I gave you guys... Mystery uh, Mine, Hall of Illusions, and Dragonfly Rides. Yes. Okay. Bamuth nods in agreement.
3: A little bit more on edge now. Here, have a lollipop. Ooh. Picks it up and crunches it in one bite. Yeah, it's like fairy size. (laughs) As you guys
0: begin walking back into the, into the park proper, about here, outside of earshot of everyone, Burly turns to you all. Burly removes the jack-o'-lantern helmet, revealing a worried expression. (coughs) Pardon me, pardon me. Uh, Bad things have been happening at the carnival for a while now. People and things have gone missing, yes. uh, My bosses, they know more than they're letting on, uh, but their hands, they seem to be tied somehow. You're the first people I've met that might be able to do something. Witch and Light are good people, but you'll need leverage to make them spill the beans. This is the first that... time you've heard Burly speak to you this way.
3: Shock Bama... and awe. Bamos' eyes kind of go wide, and he's like, "Is is that why we've been told to stay stay away from the Hall of Illusions?" Well, it's more that
0: the the hall itself is um well, it gives me personally the willies.
3: Why is that? It doesn't pass the vibe check. (laughs) Bam like, does the Leonardo DiCaprio, like, point meme, like, you get it? Do you, well, he kind of looks at the rest of the party, seeing what they think of
1: this whole situation. Allie, definitely, now that we're talking about the Hall Illusion, seems a little bit more excited to go in there.
2: Lorelei's eyes are just super wide. The flowers are, like, blooming all around. It's just like, mystery, potential danger, sign me up. Sounds like a
0: good time. Yes, um, well, I, um, I've, I've done my own, uh, digging and, uh, I have, I have some ideas on which you might, uh, be able to procure some form of leverage. Um, first, I need to clarify one thing in particular. Um, you are not to harm them. You are not to harm Mr. Witch or Mr. Light. As I mentioned before, I believe them to be, um, Victims of circumstance, not necessarily uh, bad people. So whatever it is you plan to do, uh, please do not bring them to harm. I would be a terrible security guard if that happened. Me
3: too. Uh, Of course not. I I do not want to lose my job here.
0: Quite, quite. We would have no job if uh, they just decided to to, um, stop everything. And you see him kind of like, (laughs) the expression goes dead on his face like, uh uh-oh, what am I doing? You guys can kind of roll a general Insight check on him real quick, if you'd like. Sure.
3: Bamu's hitting it off with the Insight rolls tonight. That is a 21. Ah, damn. Uh, Chess got a 19. Awesome.
0: Okay, looks like I see uh, Ellie got an 18 and a 13. Everybody's able to pick up on this, even though this person is, to half of you, he's a perfect stranger, to the other half, he is your boss kind of letting his guard down. This is a moment of, he feels like he's doing the wrong thing for the right reasons, and it's scaring him. He feels like he has to do this somehow. Um, well, if um, if you were to say, um, my, my thought, is uh, Mr. Witch, in fact, is probably the most uh, potential has the most potential to um, be broken. I believe, I believe that if you can take his watch somehow, that might that might get him to be a little bit more involved. Goodness gracious, you're all so chatty.
1: Well, no, sorry. <laughs> Ellie has her thinking cap on. She's like think, think. Bamuth, or oh, sorry, you go on.
2: Well, not really the particularly sneaky type. So don't think I'd be good at dealing things from people. Does he take naps?
0: Uh, he is more found usually in the, uh, in the staff area where you just were. Um, what you can do, you can wait just before the, uh, the crowning of the Witchlight Monarch, uh, and you might be able to try to get it then.
1: Could the, the person that's taking all the ones here be the same one that took your cupcake, Queen?
0: Possibly. Um, I would also advise, uh, if you need more uh, inspiration, uh, you might look to uh, uh, Diragan, uh, Candlefoot, or Pashala. They might be able to help you. They're good eggs, but um, do yourselves a favor and stay away from that Thako. Uh, he is untrustworthy, as I have said before.
4: I agree. Thako's… What needs. is his Thako does not pass the vibe check. <laughs> going He looks perfectly nice to me.
1: Could he be the one that's kidnapping
0: everyone? I mean, what is his
1: job here?
0: I believe he's meant to be... I believe he's meant to be more of a uh, a deterrent, you see, um, where I have to go out and about into the, uh, the public. Uh, Thako stays here and just
3: wallows. Well, I think that getting some help might not be a bad idea. Um, I may have been able to lift a cart, but... Well, maybe I could sneak around, but um, I might leave evidence, as he kind of looks down at his fur, completely ignoring the fact that he's like eight feet tall. Well, the evidence I don't
0: think would be too terrible. I think it would be more of a, uh, if if you were able to procure the item at all, uh, I don't think the evidence will matter, uh, as eventually they will, uh, you will inevitably want to talk to them about this
4: particular situation. Does he ever take the watch off?
0: Uh, no, it's, uh, it is procured, uh, it is attached, excuse me, to his waistcoat and stays in his pocket. I've never actually seen him without it.
1: Yeah, that's why I was asking if he ever takes a nap. Oh, I'm sorry. I misunderstood. I thought you were talking about Thako. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. No, I was talking about, uh, Mr. Witch. That's what I meant. I was thinking we we're talking about sneaking and stealing. Sorry.
0: No worries. To retcon what I said earlier, to answer your answer, or answer your question. Answer your answer. No, uh, Mr. Witch, um, is generally on his feet. Uh, an hour before and an hour after the park shuts down. I mean, I'm sneaky. I know he'll be be by himself just before the, uh, the crowning of the Witchlight Monarch.
1: And he'll be back in the staff area? Back
0: in the staff area, yes. You will need to, uh, come back here, but unfortunately, only myself, others, others like me, uh, top heads of staff are able to enter the staff area. You two, I know you work here, but you might not be able to enter just yet. Believe Witchlight Hands. Also keep an eye on the uh, patrons who stay outside of the carnival after closing hours, so you might need to find your own way through the bramble. Hang on, let me make sure I'm saying that right. How
3: high is does the bramble go? It's probably a solid 10 feet high. Balmuth kind of looks at Ellie. You could fly over that, right? Oh yeah, easy! Well, we have that, then you see the gears in his head start turning, trying to formulate a plan. I think that we need to expand our brains before we do this. As Burley said, maybe talk to some of the other people at the carnival. Get some more information before we do anything. I unfortunately am not very smart, so we may have to rely on other people.
1: We could go ask the pretty mermaid
3: lady almost looks at Chess and Lorelei to see if they have any ideas.
4: Chess is very much considering uh, splitting the party, to be honest with you. Oh. Because we have two hours left, and at least three, if not four, people to talk to. Candlefoot and—I can't remember who that is right now, but— Candlefoot,
0: Pashala, which is the mermaid, and then I believe— Let me make sure I'm giving you the correct information. Uh, nope, that's not the right person. Oh, that's not the right person okay what okay, I gave you the name which is also let me give you the vocabulary words um, okay these are the suggestions he gave for good eggs. Uh, let me also see if I can't do this. Ah you actually understand well you guys haven't been there yourselves yet Duralgala uh, you recognize uh, Durom is the person or thing that runs
4: the uh, the lost properties booth. So, You've never actually met them. That so, would be... Imp- oh, sorry. Well, we need to go to the Lost Property Area to talk to Duragolm then. But we also yes. need to go to Hall of Illusions to talk to Candlefoot. Yes. And... Palasha? Pisho- yeah. Is it Palasha or Palasha? It's Palasha.
3: I've just been pronouncing it wrong literally this right. whole time. Palasha, who is the mermaid. Right. Uh, I think that the Lost and Found might be a good place to start because we're looking for lost things and people. That's the way to use your little thinker. Hey, what have you heard? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, may, I may only have limited brain capacity, but every once in a while, a good idea comes around. I still don't wish to go to the Hall of Illusions if we are to split up.
1: I um... can go there if you want. I'm not scared. <laughs> she looks a little uh, nervous.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm but- down.
1: Religions. Okay. Um, well,
4: I. Okay. I need. If we're gonna split the party, okay. So we we have three targets and two hours, essentially. And because game mechanics are game mechanics, we can assume that each target is gonna take us an hour. Um. I'm act- Yeah. So what you can do.
0: Okay. So to make things even easier, Burly will pipe up. Uh. When you when you guys keep mentioning Hall of Illusions, um. If it would make your lives easier, I would suggest. Oh, excuse me. Wrong voice. <clears throat> um, if you're going to go to the Hall of Illusions, uh, I would suggest doing that as a group, not necessarily as uh, halves of a group. That might make things a little easier.
1: Very subtle.
0: No, that's just, I don't trust that place to even begin with. I would rather you go
4: together than by yourselves. Well, in that case, two of us can go to the Lost and Found. Two of us can go up to the Mermaid.
1: I want to go to the Mermaid! <laughs> <laughs>
4: Oh, I spot I spotted the women in our party. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well well big guy, let's let's me and you go to the lost and found, shall we? <laughs> okay. Um, yes. Let's let, let, let us go. And then we'll meet up at the Hall of Illusions at the on the second hour. But before we separate, I'm going to take out one of my one of my Fang teeth, one of my eye teeth. Okay. And give it to Lorelei. <laughs> And when it comes out of my mouth, it turns black, and I explain to you, hold up, this essentially. So you can now telepathically communicate with me. Oh. Um. To
0: to signify the sep- the separate groups. Either well, Chess, you have give a character sheet or at least a uh, a character icon. I'm gonna put you down here. Next right to now. Me. Yeah. Put you down here next to Lorelei. So we'll put you. Here to kind of signify you're here, and then the ladies will go here. But I'm going to go for now. I will say that you guys are still together in the group. Burley has taken his leave. Unless you guys have any more questions for him,
1: I actually do. We're always told not to go to the Hall of Illusions, but why?
0: Um, well, you see, uh, there's as as I've said before, it's just a, a feeling. You'll you'll know it when you go there. Uh, just not. Um, I've heard that there might be unsavory types that like to hang around that particular location. But I've never actually seen them. Any unsavory types. But even with that information in mind, I still just feel unease. Worry. When you stand on someone else stand in someone else's home without their permission, you get this sense of being watched.
1: Wouldn't it then be our job as security to go there and oust them? As soon as you see someone, yes. But as I've said, I've never seen anyone. Ellie looks like her curiosity has peaked even more. And she gets all like this tough look like she puffs up like she's (laughs) going to catch somebody. That's the spirit. He goes to like,
0: he goes to give you what would be for a regular like humanoid sized person. Like a gentle jab on the shoulder to kind of like, hey, you got it. But then stops himself realizing he might pulverize you by accident. So he like stops and then just kind of sticks out his sausage finger and kind of goes for a fist bump.
1: I'll do an actual fist bump with his finger. <laughs> he,
0: he, re- he, does the gesture. Okay. Uh, any other questions for Burley?
1: Not
3: at the moment, no. Okay. In that case, he
0: will trounce off into the, the crowd looking for more ne- neer do and we will go ahead and split the party because it's the girls and the boys. I need either, uh, I need the girls to agree, heads or tails? heads. Okay. That's fine. Okay. Heads will start with the girls. Tails will start with the boys. If I could actually flip this damn coin. There we go. We're starting, uh, you said heads, correct? Ladies, you separate from the guys wandering through the crowded carnival until eventually you make your way to back towards the gondola lake, uh, gondola swans. There's, like, a little, like, side path to get next to this... Lovely creature you see, swirling, almost dancing in the middle of the lake is, is a merfolk in a uh, in a giant fishbowl of sorts, but with an open top. It, one of the first things you do notice is that, one, it doesn't cost you to take a punch to go to talk to Pashala. uh Paula Shah, excuse me mist gathers at the banks of the shimmering lake. Near its center, a mermaid lounges in a giant bowl singing glorious, haunting songs that captivate specters on the lake shore. In response, the lake water coalesces into magical sculptures that whirl around her as she performs. As she sings, like, she kind of gets like little backup dancers, made entirely out of water, that kind of jive and jostle with her, until eventually she uh, comes to a uh, kind of end of her song.
2: Like Ellie's,
1: <laughs> sorry, what was that?
2: Lorelai starts clapping.
1: Oh, okay. Ellie was going to kind of dance while she's doing it and then clap also at the end. She she does a, uh, as much as she can, she bows in the interior
0: of her bowl. Is other people watching? Oh, yeah. After a while, it's like a family that kind of like just disperses and goes their own separate way. Okay. You kind of have her all to yourself for now.
1: I'm going to wave as I, uh, wave really super excitedly
0: as we walk up. She breaches out of the top of the bubble to kind of like, she leans over it like you might like a bathtub or something. Just hello.
1: Hi, I'm Ellie.
0: Ellie, I believe I've seen you around. Didn't I see you at the Big Top Extravaganza?
1: Yes. That was so much fun. Oh, I had the butterflies and everything, but I just got up there and I did. dead.
0: You, you sure did. It was wonderful. She shakes your hand as respectfully as she possibly can. <laughs> and who's your chatty friend?
2: This
1: dancer.
0: is Lorelei. Lorelai. <laughs> Lorelai, <laughs> it's a pleasure to meet you. I'm Polisha.
2: Pleasure to meet you too. Your singing is beautiful.
0: Oh, thank you. I um I have my critics, but uh, I try not to let it get to me. As she kind of says that off in the distance this way, which makes sense because you can hear her almost entirely in this northern hemisphere. You hear just
2: you, suck. Get stage, you hack
0: And you kind of see her mood kind of sour.
2: I like whip around and see if I could see who said that.
0: Absolutely. I need you to make, make me a perception check.
1: Um, I would probably do the same thing. Copy that. Only a 12.
0: Okay, um, okay. And a 12 and a 16? Okay, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, uh, wait, wait, why would you, there we go. Oh, no, maybe if I, um, beard. okay. I need to check one last thing and I will give you your answer. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, as you um, as you both kind of spin to look around, um, it's Ellie who notices first and then points um, Lorelai out. a um, One person on the bank, um, a Kenku, draped in black, um, throws up their hood and um, spins around and goes to the other side of the... Uh, uh, goes into the harbor, or goes into the... Um, the park and kind of like tries to tries to escape
1: um ellie personally would would not pursue okay just assuming it's just a you know a mean person yelling um okay um uh
2: lorelei she's not gonna pursue but when she turns around and sees them she's gonna if there's any like seaweed or whatever it's gonna like shrivel up like she gets angry and then use her her primal savagery cantrip to look scary and, like, hiss at them tell them, you need to learn some manners. And she, like, gets some fangs and some claws and, like, glares at them.
0: So as you do that, actually, it's more in the moment of not only noticing this person, but as Lorelai makes her response, it kind of all happens almost at once. The lights flicker again. You can kind of feel almost entropy exude across the, um, just the park. As you see, smiles turn to like just half. Sm- like they, at best, they're kind of going to like a resting, uh facial experience. They're not like sad or anything, but they are. They're get. They're not as happy as they used to be. Palasha is a super dour now. She goes ah, that it shouldn't get to me, but it does, and I'm 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 sorry. I. I feel like I must go. Um, you, you're not catching me at my best. Um, no, no, no. She actually jumps out of her fishbowl and into the water below. But, 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 but. but. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm just, uh, maybe, maybe they're right.
1: They're not right. They're jealous.
0: Je- being jealous doesn't necessarily make them wrong either.
2: But it no. can make them lie and put other people down to make themselves feel better.
0: I know exactly what I need to feel better.
2: Is it, is it, is it Candlefoot?
0: You see her eyes kind of go big. How did you know?
2: A little birdie, <laughs> a little birdie
0: me. She does that, she closes her eyes, exhales. <sighs> Feathery, new, <you> gossipy, foul. <laughs> oh,
1: she was kind of big, actually. Ellie's not picking up <laughs> at all.
0: Yes, I'm, I'm going to go see Candlefoot. Please, if you see Featherine again, tell her to shut up and she just goes
1: <laughs> wait wait <laughs> wait we spent just... the party for this
0: <laughs> i don't know what that means but okay
1: anything else uh yes <clears throat> she kind of straightens herself out there's something wrong going on and you might have some knowledge we need all right
2: or a way to help
1: that too she's going to lean in close People are disappearing. And did you notice the lights flicker?
0: People disappear all the time. That's why there's lost property. People get their children to go there. As far as lights flickering, it's, it's actually kind of normal around here. You should know.
1: But it's different this time. It just feels more eerie.
0: I don't disagree. Listen, I, um, I really must go. I, I feel very uncomfortable after that.
1: How about I play you a song?
0: You can play but I won't be here to listen. What?
2: Well, since you are close with Candlefoot, do you know why everyone is scared of the Hollow Illusion?
0: Just kind of floating in the uh, water of the lake, she thinks. I think people see what they don't want to see there, and that's why it makes them so uneasy. However, he is there, and that's where I will be. And she goes under the water. Sorry, that is... J- that is. Li- I actually gave you way more information than I probably should have. But we'll go over to the guys now. Guys, if you are here.
3: That I am? Yes.
0: Okay. Outside of the Lost Property Wagon is a large feline creature with midnight blue fur. It has a pair of tentacles extending from its shoulders and wears fake butterfly wings, hanging from its collars a small wooden keg. The creature roughhouses with two young boys. One squeals, Again, Dieria, again! While the other hangs onto the creature's neck. You see that creature at the entrance of this place with the two children hanging upon them.
3: Balmoth is going to look at Chess and look back at the Dilredran. Are you too um, re- related in any way? I, I don't know you. You're stranger danger.
4: <laughs> I look, I like look at dear Legrand and back uh, Bamuth, and I go, of course not. He has far too many legs. As if that's the only thing wrong with the situation. <laughs>
3: that is true. Bamuth kind of waves at, at this new
0: character. The creature stands up on all fours. It's a, uh, they're gray whiskered. They look. They look a bit older. But the children are kind of like running around being children. We're
4: children. We're children. Stop! Stop! He's already dead.
0: <laughs> uh, the pr- the creature approaches you. And says, uh, what? Uh, what did? What is it you believe you've lost?
4: I I don't
3: know if it's things that we've lost, more people being lost in things. I Balmus struggles to explain it,
4: so he looks to Chess to give a better explanation. <laughs> Just like, rubs his chin for a second. He goes, "Hmm, nothing that we've lost can be found in your particular care." But that's not really why we're here either, unless you have my mind lying around back there somewhere. But that's highly doubtful. Anyway, Hi. what does it look like? <laughs> some people they say it's say, gray. Some people say it's pink. Kind of depends on who you ask, really. They say but this it's probably cracked. They say this is all certainty. Um, uh, let me go
0: check. And <laughs> they go into the. They go into a wagon. And you hear, like, you see it jostle. It's almost comedically undersized, but you hear, like, oh, brain, brain, brain. And, like, you see things go flying out of, out of the doorway. Brain, brain. Ah, oh, nope, 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 that's not it. Bra-. And you see, like, you see a stuffed fake toy brain just kind of land, and they turn around and come back. It's uh, Sorry, I don't think I found anything matching your uh,
4: description. <laughs> I just kind of, like, knob solemnly, like, hmm, It's a problem I've been dealing with for a while. It's fine. Anyways, what we're really looking for is... Oh, uh, right. Isn't that what a, a lost property booth is meant for? <laughs> <laughs> if, if it is, libraries suddenly have a lot more competition than they originally thought. Anyways, we... And Balmuth chuckles. <laughs> Balmuth gets it. Balmuth, Balmuth's <laughs> on the vibes. <laughs> I have passed the vibe check. It's passed, Balmuth vibes well. <laughs> we have it from certain sources uh, in amongst your compatriots here at the carnival, that something, let's say, problematic may be occurring with your Mr. Witch and Mr. Light. Not that they themselves are doing anything particularly evil, but that they might be being coerced to do some things that others might consider unscrupulous. And as outsiders and people with our own goals, obviously, we have been asked to possibly assist, should we be able to figure out a way to do so by one of, as I said, higher-ups in your compatriots. They nod. Um, well,
0: I see that uh, definitely something wrong with Mr. Witch and Mr. Light these days. They definitely are on edge. believe there's definitely something wrong. If you're going to do any sort of nefarious dealings, um, again, do not harm them. And, like, they bare their teeth like this is a threat. Do not harm them. If you are going to do something, I would suggest you don't take them on directly. Whatever it is you do, perhaps if there's a way to sneak into the staff area, uh, that would be the best bet you could possibly. Uh, wh- where's and they turn around? Uh, where is where is he? You notice that one of the two boys is missing. Wait, where? Uh, can I roll
4: perception to see if I can spot the missing child? Can I? Can I climb Baumuth's back just down on his head to see if I can spot this missing child? You can both. <laughs> Will Baumuth you... let me do this? <laughs> yes, Baumuth, it just stays there. It doesn't even budge. Yes. Okay, so using my cat-like reflexes, I quickly bound up Baumuth's 8-foot tall frame and we're both just standing on top of I'm standing on top of him and we're like looking around trying to find the child. It doesn't even require another check as one
0: of the other children actually comes out of the cart with a mirrored ball. Ah. And they're kind of like, ooh. And you see Duralalala. Dur- la- Duralalala. Oh, God. yes. Duralalala, la- obviously. Dur- la- 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 la. Wasn't that an anime? <laughs> Probably. They, in a moment of anger and panic and regret, in an instant, they use one of their tentacles to whip across, or whip across to the child and grab the mirrored ball and pull it back. And in that same moment, the child wells up with tears and runs away. And uh, D- uh, Durala goes, ah, Vero, ah, I'm I'm so sorry.
3: Could you go get him? I can't leave the other child. Bamuth immediately, I'm assuming with uh Chess still on top of him, yes. begins bounding towards this child. I Chess, have, said, I need you to make a dexterity saving.
4: Yes, I 100% need to try to stay on him. I completely understand. If If I'm able to stay on him, can I use my staff to point in the direction of the child? Like, yes onward i'm i'm going if you are able to stay on i will give
0: you advantages on the uh the perception checks you need to find him yes
4: picture he's not terrible uh 21 okay this is that um, was a saving throw right it was a saving throw okay 21 then okay you're able to <laughs> almost like
0: anticipate in and what is the most looney tunes imagery i can think of you're able to stay on top of him and point out well like how to like follow him in where he starts to go. Which again, this is all kind of strange. In the same moment that Lorelei and Ellie experience this moment, you guys experience this as well, the lights begin to flicker and dim, but you're able to um, roll perception check at advantage to attempt to find the child. Both of us? Yes, you were both able to roll at
3: advantage. It's a mid-size roll. I got a twenty unnatural. Nice. I got, I have advantage so I can't use my keen smell. That would be a 21 regardless, so. Absolutely.
0: The kid actually makes some pretty decent strides. You're actually able to locate him. You find him over here under a candy stall. He was given a lollipop. It is kind of like welled up with tears, but you're able to find him. He's he's just, (laughs) I'm sorry, I didn't mean to.
3: Bammuth kind of crouches down and reaches his very large hand out and he's like, It is okay, child. I'm sure he did not mean to. Why do you have two heads? (laughs) Oh, um, and he kind of reaches up trying to like
4: grab (laughs) chest to pull him off. I I will not just allow this. I am trying to dodge his hand. (laughs) Because I feel like that would be funny. It might make the child laugh.
0: As you're trying to coax the child out and it's Bahamut, I'm going to say, go ahead and roll a persuasion check with advantage because Chess is kind of helping you brighten this child's spirits. All right. Persuasion with advantage. Natural 20. Hey! Hey! The kid starts to giggle, his tears running down his face. He eventually takes your big wooly hand. I'm sorry, could you, Uh, I I need to go back. Of I course, need to apologize. I'm sorry.
3: Let's go. Like let's that. go back.
4: Is that the crying child? <laughs> yeah, actually, yes.
3: <laughs> I think I have something for you. Or, or you, 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 can go first.
4: I was going to say, like, ready. if we're going to take him back, I'm just going to, assuming, assuming that like, Bahmuth is just like, a giant and doesn't mind these things. I'm just going to be like, my dear boy, have you ever ridden on a Loxodon before? And like, basically, just offer him to ride up on Bahmuth's shoulder. <laughs>
0: What's a Loxodon?
4: Did I get that wrong? No, no, no. You, okay. d- you got it right. He just to be know. fair, there's a lot of fantasy races floating around my head. I could have gotten it wrong, but <laughs> and, I, and I like gently like pat Bombuth on the head. Like my good friend here is a Loxodon. I tell you, the sight from up here, they're second to none, my my child, dear boy. He Whatever.
0: doesn't. He doesn't even like ask. He kind of takes Chess's
4: invitation
0: and starts climbing up <laughs> Bombuth.
4: Mammoth does not care. (laughs) Yeah. And to make sure that Bammoth feels as good about this as he possibly can, I kind of, like, get down onto his shoulder and whisper in his ear, like, My dear friend, you and I are heroes this day. Bammoth smiles and does a flex
3: before he continues walking. And that's when he actually reaches into, like, his sewing kit, and he's going to pull out, like, a tiny little scarf that he knitted. No. And he hands it to the child. (laughs) It is made of mammoth fur. Awesome. <laughs> oh, I don't know what
0: it is about that, but that's pretty funny. <laughs> I made this with the shirt. I made this shirt for you. Yeah! I made it out of my
3: back hair. No! <laughs> uh, no, this is exactly what it is. It's, just, it's a scarf made of his own fur. You bring the child back,
0: and almost the polar opposite happens from what happened earlier, where the lights were flickering. The lights actually brighten and you kind of see people with like rusting faces kind of like begin to smile a bit more. Uh, And she uh, she beast uses a tentacle to gently take the child off of your shoulder. And she goes, I'm so sorry. And they like they both start apologizing to one another. She goes, "Uh, thank you. Thank you. I'm so sorry. And the kid is just like, I'm sorry too, dear." And they they kind of just have a moment where they're both like kind of embarrassed and
4: apologizing to one another. Thank you. Thank you real quick, Derek. Yes, sir. Could I, while the lights are, like, flickering and, like, glowing stronger and everything, can I make an arcana check to kind of discern a cause for this? Like, I- I'm trying to figure out if, like, the magic is weakening at random, or, like, if it's specific events that are causing the magic, as as the colloquial term that we've uh, introduced to this world says, lose the vibes.
3: <laughs> I... I was thinking something similar. Could I do a insight check to see if, I guess, our actions are directly having an effect on this world?
0: Um, okay. So we're doing—it sounds like we're doing two separate checks? Or it sounds like we're both doing insight checks, right?
4: Yeah, well, we're doing—we're doing the same—we're aiming for the same outcome, trying to figure out if we're affecting this world or if it's just, like, something else but I think we're trying to use two different skills. He's trying to use insight to check to see if he can put a pattern together. I'm using Arcana to see if I can, like, feel the magic. We- okay. Uh, you know, wax Weak and wane. Can them.
0: Okay. Chess, go ahead and make an Arcana check, and uh, Bahamut, make an insight check, and I will get you your answers.
3: Uh, that is a 20 unnatural for my insight. Copy that.
0: Uh,
4: I critically failed.
0: Copy that. The when the kid comes down on the uh, on the tail or on the tail, on the uh, on the tentacle of this creature, he inadvertently hits you in the eye. No, <laughs> You're like you're like, magic going on here, and you just get nailed in the eye with a foot. <laughs> Fair. Muhammad, you, That's you I get for um, being nice to children. You kind of put together that that the first time this happened, Lorelai was a little disappointed at something. Then just a moment ago, a child was put in into peril by running away, but when he was returned, the lights got brighter. So there's something going on involving, like, just the overall demeanor of what's happening in the uh, the uh, the carnival. So in a way, it, yes, vibe
3: check. I think the vibes are affecting the carnival. He kind of says to himself, but Chess can probably
4: hear him. I'm. He, Chess, is he busy. Tries to... Chess is busy rubbing his eye. <laughs> he tries to have an it now. <laughs> He tries to have an anime inner monologue moment, but he says it out loud.
0: <laughs> I must defeat him, huh? What? Why are you saying that out loud? I'm I'm sorry, I, I got upset and caused all of that to happen. There there was a, um, I, I was I was a mother once. Um, I had my own cub, Star, and that mirrored ball was her favorite toy.
3: Is this Durlegron saying this?
0: Yes. And she's kind of saying it to you, but also explaining it to Vero, the child that ran away.
3: Bamu um, kind of nods, understandingly. Um, y- yes, um,
0: as as I, uh, thank you, I really thank you. I'm, I'm so sorry that that happened. Um, of course, it's kind of my job now that was stuff like that. <laughs> but yes, I would suggest perhaps sneaking into the staff area to, to, to get the, uh, the information you need from Mr. Witch and Mr. Light. But again, do not hurt.
3: Harp- Do not fear. We do not intend to hurt them. Is there... Do you have any ideas as to how we could perhaps get the stopwatch from Mr. Witch? We were speaking to Burly earlier about this, and he said that may be a good idea.
0: Burly? They kind of like, like, you kind of see, like, that all-too-familiar mischievous cat face kind of go across their face. Hmm never pictured him as being the, uh, non schoolboy or, uh, Boy Scout type. Interesting. Mr. Witch's watch. Interesting. Well, as someone who finds lost things all the time, I wouldn't know how to steal from someone like that, but maybe a distraction. Bumble kind of looks at chess (laughs) distraction. Wouldn't know how to distract someone of Mr. Witch's abilities, but, um, I would suggest something like, uh, Um, how would I say? Perhaps get his attention one way and then seize it,
4: uh, seize the watch from the direction he's not looking. Yes, that is the uh, textbook definition of a distraction. Thank you. Yup. All right. Is there anything you know? Does Mr. Witch have any weaknesses? And I don't mean physical weaknesses, more like vices, guilty pleasures. Admittedly, and you can ask uh, Bahamut here, um,
0: they don't really come in, hang out with us too frequently, but I've observed him being rather anal about things. Very clean and
4: neat. So he doesn't like messes. Definitely not. I look at my giant eight foot tall friend and I'm just like, I think we can work with that. Mammoth kind of
3: keys in on this and states very matter-of-factly as he points like directly at
4: you. Distraction. (laughs) My dear, sir, so a distraction is my middle name. Actually, it's Clifford, but we don't talk about it. You know you need to put that in your character sheet now. <laughs> middle
3: name Clifford. <laughs> thank you very much, durl I think we got everything that we needed here. Thank thank you again for your help. Of course, of course. And
0: I look at um, the
4: children, and I'm just like, hey, you two, stay, they both stay stand
0: safe. At a, they both stand at attention. One of them is actually tapping the keg on durl neck. <laughs> and, like, as you say that, they snap to attention while the mug is still being filled. And eventually, like, as you're, like, talking to them, it overflows.
4: I'm going to say, I'm going to say stay safe. Not stay out of trouble, but stay safe. Oh, oh, oh. And they, like, they they uh, close the keg. <laughs> yeah, you got it.
0: And they, they salute you, but they salute you with the hand that has the mug in it. And the, the liquid goes flying over their shoulder. Oh, my and God. Durlagon just rolls her eyes. Ugh.
4: I I nod, very proud of the future that these two will probably have.
0: Okay. All right, and with that, the hour passes, and you two groups will meet here. And that seems like a good ending point for this session. Um,
1: Real quick, though, I do have a thing. The guy that we saw running away, I'm actually gonna try and see if I can spot him anywhere.
0: Absolutely. This is actually kind of important. I'm going to put you here.
1: I'll even fly above the crowd and like put my you know, hand up and looking out and I'm going to, you know, be telling Lorelai, like, I oh, see him over here. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah, I um, for him if she. Absolutely. You guys did
0: kind of get the shaft on this, so I'm going to let this go. On the trying to get information out of the polish-a. Go ahead. Roll a general perception check as you're making your way through the crowd. Or excuse me, you can ignore that roll. Make it an investigation check better. Okay. As you make your way to where they were, you actually do catch sight of them. They're making their way. You catch them actually where you're standing. That's perfect. And they kind of like, their eyes go wide, like, oh, and they start to run.
1: Um, I'm going to try and intimidate check and be like,
2: stop right there.
0: Go ahead and make an intimidation check. Okay. Let's see. They will, they're going to make an opposing uh, charisma check to see if they can. Okay. They actually, you do too good of a job where instead of like listening to you, uh, fight or flight kicks in and they flight. So they take off. Um, I'm going to go ahead and do this. And they take off.
1: Uh, I'm going to chase them, I guess.
0: Okay. Actually, I'm going to leave it on a cliffhanger. That's where we're going to stop this week. Okay. (laughs) This was the vibe check, a Fae wild adventure. The story was voiced by Chad as chess, Ian as Bamuth, Christy as Ellie, Caitlin as Lorelai, and I am your dungeon master, Derek. If you can, please support the cast. Caitlin is a singer in the band Siren Valley. Siren Valley can be listened to on all major streaming platforms. That's S-I-R-E-N-V-A-L-L-E-Y. Most of, if not all, of the art is provided by Ian. You can find Ian at Steamed Iguana, all one word, on YouTube and Instagram. That's S-T-E-A-M-E-D-I-G-U-A-N-A. The music brought to you in part by sirenscape. Visit sirenscape.com for a staggering collection of module specific soundscapes, moods and sound effects. That's s y r i n s c a p e.com and monumentsstudios.net. For thousands of copyright-free, high-quality tracks to fit your fantasy, horror, cinematic moods, as well as Foley Sounds, magic sounds, and much, much more, that's dot net. These are not paid endorsements in any way, we just really love what they do. The Wild Beyond the Witchlight, a Fey Wild adventure, was written for Wizards of the Coast and is owned by Hasbro Incorporated. All rights reserved. Please support the official game, you will
4: not regret it.